in a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. Welcome to Chaotic Amateurs, the internet's number one D&D 5e play podcast. I'm your host and DM, Alex. With me, I have... Dash is Wolf. Bentley Michaels is Referian Nightmeadow. Rhett as Arthur. Caleb is Scory Telbrun. And Milo is Bull. And last we left our adventurers, they had just tangled with three scorpions in a ruined tower. Let the adventure begin. There. Was there any cans? I didn't hear a single can. <laughs> no, that was my, that was my mouth. <laughs> all right, all right. I opened one, so it's on the recording. Hey there. <clears throat> there we go. Um, so yeah, you guys are just finishing your fight with the scorpions. Uh, you've got three dead scorpions, a ruined tower near you. What are you guys doing? I would like to. Uh, I would like to use my. Um, I'm wondering if I can do this with my shadow guy that I have with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering Down if bagel. I can like send him <clears throat> off into the uh, off further, like into the tower, or you know, uh, like as a scout, and then scout the di- kind of direction <clears throat> you guys are heading. Well, I mean, we were inside of the tower, and then there was like there was like a opening or something, right? That that the scorpions blocked, or it was kind of like flooded or something. So yeah, the tower that you're at is kind of at the end of this end of this canyon as you're kind of leaving the canyon, and it's um, oh probably about twenty feet across, about forty feet up, and it's kind of busted. And then there's a door that's about half covered in sand that you were able to get into. Two of the scorpions were in there. One of the scorpions was outside of the tower. Okay, so is there like a hallway or something like that? Uh... Or is it just this tower? It's just open on the interior, and you can. <clears throat> in looking up, you see the sky. It's kind of like a lighthouse. Top of it's or been busted. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. It's a pretty like a simple a simple tower. A simple so it's just a broken outpost. structure with nothing really to look into. It seems I like mean, it. Yeah. You okay. you took a you took a bit of time. You noticed some arcane markings on the outside that didn't yep. seem to be activated. Looks like the scorpions were protecting some bottle. Um, I think I somebody had grabbed. Yeah, I did see the bottle when I excavated the area. I believe Scory picked it up. Can we take a look at that, Scory? Yeah, I pat my bag. I say, I've got it right here. Uh, and I rummage through my bag, and I would like to inspect it. And could I give myself guidance if a roll is needed? Um. Yeah, what are you trying to look for? I want to, any identifying marks. You said it was pretty much just like a smokiness or something in there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, it's got about a smoky quality. It's this kind of double ball, double bulb bottle with a, a heavy set cork on the end of it. Um, kind of like a, a palm, palm juice. Yes, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, okay. like a like an odd gourd, but it's a glass that you can see inside, and you know, as as, as it kind of shakes and moves, that smokiness just kind of evaporates into the headspace on top. Um, can I identify whether or not it's got necromatic properties or or illusion properties? Taking a look with your mask and spending yeah. a little time with it, you don't see any of that coming off of there. Okay. Well, guys. Uh, I am professionally trained in alchemy. If you give oh. me a little bit of time with it, I could probably find out what it does. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, why don't you do that? And uh, I'll hand it over to Mr. Ball and then go over to the carvings or markings that you said um, were on the wall and just take a peek at those. Yeah, Ball, you start getting out some of your alchemy equipment and you're, you know, tinkering and then, you know, applying different things to this. You kind of pop open it and take a little sample and put it back and you're going to, like, spend the next about 10 minutes to just try and identify what it might be. Um, in the meantime, Scory, you're going to take a look at the runes on the side. Um, give me an investigation check or a nature check. 
10. 10. Taking a look, um, they're similar to... You saw something recently. I thought they were similar to... I can't remember what it was now. Um... But they, they look like they're used for, for spells. They definitely are not act, they're not active at the moment. Um, but some of them are reminiscent of things that you studied um, in in school, in, in your, okay. your your seer um, studies. Um, uh, can I make any sense of, like, does it say something? Or does it look like gobbledygook that has a purpose, you know, like an end purpose? Yeah, you, you know this script never, it's never like writing out a story it's never telling specific mm-hmm. things these are these are tools to be used yeah um you do get a sense that there's some sort of divination to this so you've seen similar runes being used to try and either see the future or see far away oh can I, I i'd like to go up and touch and and i really want to kind of take some time with these to see if i can make sense of them yeah and i yeah. and i would relay to the group uh Anybody good with the uh, the school of divination by chance can help me figure these out because I'm fairly certain that's what what uh, what school these runes are. Yeah, Anybody? to get a to get a better understanding, you would you would want to probably spend some time with some research material to really nail this nail down okay. what this might do. Um, and you know, it being busted and broken, um, it's hard for you to gauge what it would have done. More so, you can gauge the general idea of what it would have done, not the specifics. Okay. Um, and Riff, did you say that you took like a tracing, like a scribble, like a? I can't remember. <clears throat> I feel like you did a one of those tracings or whatever. Yeah, I did. I mean, you I did? didn't say it. I just a did rub. it. Rub. Yeah. I wasn't like, hey guys, watch watch me trace. I just kind of right. did it. Right. Um, okay. Well. Yeah, uh, well, you're I, well. You're kind of taking a look at that. Yeah. You're, you're, you know, you, if you need to make any sort of marks of of them. Um, yeah, I would try to copy it down if I could. Um, everyone else, what do we have? Uh, what are you guys? What are you guys up to? While while uh, Ball is kind of studying this bottle. Uh, well, since there's not much, I mean, else to explore here in the tower, it seems. Uh, I mean, like I will look around, I guess, now that we're not being attacked by scorpions and see if there's anything of interest to me. But if there's, if it just looks like a abandoned lighthouse or whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, I guess I feel like I would... wants to get some of that poison out of those scorpions that might be useful. Um, like about a few spare tools. <clears throat> well, I, mean, uh, I think if I might you want to do that, go ahead. I'm going outside. Yeah, and I would say as long as I've exhausted kind of exploring maybe a generalized investigation of the place, then I'm, I'm happy to let it go. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Can I make a perception check to see if there's any, like, uh, magical floating boulders nearby? Yeah, just kind oh, of like a yeah. general survey of the, the horizon. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I mean, maybe we should show. go... Maybe we should go investigate those very closely. Yeah, let's backtrack Maybe. an oh, episode. No, no, that one definitely wasn't worth it. But any new ones, 100% we should spend. As long as you find it. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a 15 for perception. 15? Okay. Um, yeah, taking a look on the horizon, just just keeping an eye out for, for anything that might be of or interest. Or really, I mean, in general, anything like <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Wow, you shouldn't um, have been so jokey, Dash. <laughs> there's the uh, there's the canyon behind you guys, um, and just just past that, you do see a bit of smoke from the outpost way in the distance. Um, in front of you, kind of going the direction you're you're supposed to be heading, um, it seems to be rolling hills, some sparse, dry forest area. Um, there's a number of flying birds way off in the distance and beyond that not not a whole lot to see do those birds look like they're uh circling something um they're spies from mordor 
No, they they look like they're headed headed some direction. They don't look like they're um, circling uh, anything dead at the moment. Gotcha. Um, is there any chance I could have uh, Craig send? Uh, he has like a what was it like an owl or something that he could send out and search? Um, last time he did that, uh, he he just grabbed a a he talked to a, a local owl. Oh, gotcha. He okay, can well, he can have. Um, things come like uh, birds hawks and things come uh, out of the ether and attack things but gotcha. if you're wanting okay. to have him do something yeah he's got to find one got to got to be an animal nearby okay um sort of like a really fast armadillo nearby i mean we're in the desert so i'm just trying to think of like desert yeah i mean taking a look around and and getting a sense of this area there's not a lot of life around um these scorpions are are probably the closest thing you've seen to to life in the few days that you've been traveling all right well that's all i got um i am down on health from that last fight can we take like a short rest can i spend some uh hit die Yeah. yeah maybe maybe using the um the ruins here would be a good opportunity to rest up a little bit I mean, it, it might even, uh, how long were we on the road, you know, before we, before it was a we few this, hours, you know, maybe, maybe this could be our, our post up for the night and we'd long rest and move on in the morning. I mean, I thought it was just like the afternoon at this point, but yeah, I don't, I don't care. Well, why don't we take a, take a, a short rest? Sure. And then, uh, you know, and then we can camp at, at the next spot. I didn't All get right. hit, so I'm fine. Um, so yeah, you guys are going to settle down here at the, the ruined tower for a short rest. Um, during that time ball, you, you spend the necessary time to really get a sense of what this potion, what this bottle might be. Um, it's not something you've come across before. It's as, as you get some of the liquid out, it's kind of this silver color to it, but when it gets thin, it's kind of this pink and turquoise tint to it like kind of an opal color when it's thin but then when it's liquidy it's back to that reflective silver um the properties you can get from it are varied you apply some acids and bases to it and they react in odd ways you uh, apply some heat and apply some solvents and and again they act in even different ways it is a confounding substance um Give me a Arcana check. I'll go ahead and do guidance to you. Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot to add my guidance to that one roll. Oh well. Twenty-four. Hey, Twenty-four. Um. Yeah, spend it. So spend some time with it. You. You definitely. It's. 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 it's Brampton is is kind of caught. It's it's a little curious of this. This is this is not something you've really seen before, but it does feel like something you've seen before. Um, some of the thing, some of the things that you're doing to it, it's similar to Aura, but it's not reacting the right way. And you're 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 very curious to apply it to a device that would use Aura to see what would happen. Um, hmm. Jane, could you fill me up, please? <laughs> oh, God. And Jane kind of rolls over and then pops up. Taste this. Um, I believe this might enhance you. Could I put it on you? I just kind of wait for any kind of reaction. He kind of there's a there's a port on his side that he kind of turns and the you know the little panel just drops open. Thank you, buddy. And I'll put it in there. All right. And yeah, you kind of like take out some of the ore. You put it in some of the stuff that's in him. Um, and you pour a little bit of this, about half the, a quarter of the uh, uh, bottle into there and seal up the thing, close the panel. And ball kind of walks around a little bit. Turns into a ball, kind of rolls a little bit. And when he tries to come out, like just a big burst of smoke and steam just shoot off in one direction and he takes nine oh, oh, damage oh buddy uh, uh. <laughs> and he just kind of seizes up where he is oh uh, uh 
Arthur, Arthur, could you, could you come here? Mr. Ball, looks like one of your experiments has gone horribly, horribly wrong. Yeah, could you maybe do a little mending on Mr. Chain here? Well, I can do my best. I'm having a hard time seeing where he might be broken there, but certainly sputtering some smoke and steam there. Yeah, and I, I if if I can uh, find breaks, I, I, I try my best to mend them. Yeah, does the does the Iron Defender have a special mending rule? Yeah, if you cast mending on it, it'll heal it. Oh, uh, you can do it in as many times as you need to and oh. bring it up to full health. Okay, so yeah, you spend a few minutes um, doing that, and as 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 uh, Arthur's doing that, um, you would you would know that something is wrong, and perhaps you should uh, do a do a fluid uh, swap. Uh, whatever is whatever is in there now is not working the way it's supposed to, and is 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 causing damage. It'll continue to cause damage if it's. I think still I have in there. to take the whole gas tank out there and. I don't know, pour some kitty litter over it. Make sure you get every last drop. <laughs> yeah, luckily there's a lot of sand around, so uh, it, it clumps pretty well. well so, sorry about that, Shane. I, I thought it was I thought it was going to be a good thing. <laughs> um, but you definitely get some valuable knowledge. Uh, apparently it's added to aura-powered devices. This stuff causes difficulties. I wonder um, how we can get that there into other Warforge we might meet along the way. Do we need to? The Warforge could... Wolf out here don't use aura, though. Oh, right. Uh, <clears throat> hmm. Well, that's a good point there, Mr. Ball. I forgot about that. So, you guys finish up your short rest and then continue on towards the tower. Making camp for the night. You sit down... Moon comes up, sky darkens, and it's nice. Usually, when you're out here, it's you know a nice clear sky. It gets pretty cold, but you've got the supplies needed to keep warm. Um, yeah, goes goes well. Night, the night goes well. It's there's not a lot of animal sounds. There's not a lot of howling. Nothing disturbs you. Uh, so for the next day, can I get a D100 roll? I got it. Uh, oh, okay. I rolled a 13. 13. Okay. All right. You guys begin heading out for the day. You've got your cart. Uh, oh, I do my thing. Yeah. In the, yeah. In the morning, you go ahead and yeah. roll your, roll your, uh, runes. The old uh, Mr. Rune bag. As you head through the, through the wastes, you're going over the hills. You're starting to get into a little more of this dry forested area. Just kind of sparse trees ever so often. Um, just spindly things that don't have much, you know, green on them. It's all kind of dried leaves on there. Um Do let's see. Let's have Wolf make a survival check. It's Crag kind of leading the way, so I'll have you make okay. the check. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, Daddy. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, uh, that's gonna be a six. A six. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you you are you're headed uh, with the with the carriage, and you know after a few hours. Um, you know, you were you were taking a look in the horizons, making sure you you knew where you were, where other things were. You you after a few hours have been going in circles. You oh, are seeing boy. the same patches of rocks. You're seeing the same trees. You got stuck in a, like a, a rut somewhere, and it's you, you see it again. And it takes you most of the day to go about five miles from where you were. Um, Do we see the tower again? You don't see the tower again. You, you spent okay. the rest of the day kind of leaving there. So the tower's probably 10, 15 miles back. Okay. Um, but yeah, you you bed down for the night again in roughly the same spot. But, you know, I mean, 
a little a little further away. Um, We've made very little progress. Scott. Made very little progress, and I would I would want if somebody can give me an insight check. Yes, I can. And that's a seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> you're keeping you're keeping an eye on on the travel as you're going forward, and it's not that Crag got something wrong. Something is is causing you to just kind of veer off. Like <clears throat> he was going the right direction. Something beyond simply traversing left. this place caused you all to go back to where you were. Mm. Something. Otherworldly. Otherworldly. Um, yes. I, I relate for, this to my party. For the rune thing, uh, Riff has oh. a bonus to initiative and hey. can't be surprised until the next day. Yeah, well, I okay. can't, and I won't be. <laughs> How dare you okay. think I could be? So what do you guy. think this is then here? Uh, well, if Mr. Craig is going the right direction, is the very sands shifting beneath our feet? Uh, is the wind just blowing a little extra hard coming from the leeward side over here? Can I take a look uh, at the sky, see if there's anything identifiable in the sky that I would know navigation from? It's all illusionary. Yeah, give me a nature check. My mother did always tell me my right leg was a little bit longer than the other one, which could, of course, <laughs> lead to a slight misdirection. Natural 20 plus 5. 20 plus five. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you spend a fair amount of time, you know, after the camp has been set up and the fire set up, just staring at the stars, trying to get a sense of where you are and you, you get a good sense. Like you, you could probably point out, um, a path to the port of stone. It would take you a month to get there, but you know where it is. Um, and so you get a good sense of, of where, where you are. And if you're supposed to be heading, you know, due West, you think you could probably do it pretty well by night. Okay. I, I relay that. And I, I say, Craig, you've done a great job so far. Thank you. But, um, (laughs) compliment sandwich. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, I think, I think this is the way that we should be going. Um, just from my experience of of traveling um so do you mind if we try try out this path instead and greg just like hey i'm just here to lead the horses uh if you guys want to lead the way <laughs> go for all it right. all right um so okay. Bruno, is, is that why they call you a seer because of all your time spent on the sea I hate you. Yeah, I'm not even going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, that's the appropriate response. Because <laughs> I noticed that you see no. oh, oh. Stop, stop, stop. And so you guys bed down for the night. <laughs> you sleep. Uh, if I have somebody else, give me a D100 roll. Ooh, can I do it this time? Go ahead. You guys never let me do anything. <laughs> we let Aww. you fail you know a survival check. Shut I'll do... up! <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the rune pull for you too okay? oh i don't know if it's good or not 89 oh it's almost 69 okay i was you know i thought about it and then i was like it's too cheap why would i i'm a better comic than that <laughs> not me <laughs> no. at least you know where you are you could have said any number that ended in nine and it would have happened <laughs> yeah i know 19 oh. pretty close to 69 right guys <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys begin heading out. You uh, start. Um... Is it morning now? Yeah, yeah. You're okay you're in the morning. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Can't see it. If you, it's backwards. No, it's not. Cause look. So Wolf, that's your rune for the day. Oh shit! That's yeah. bad. Well, it's um, not... so four, four rune. You lose one hit dice, but you, but you gain temporary hit. Uh, points equal to the maximum roll of that hit dice plus con plus oh, your nice. con mod it's pretty good for a barbarian right yeah okay mm-hmm. so right. you you just take that hit dice value and then add your con and you have that in temporary hit points that's a good trade-off 
I like that. That's pretty that, good. Sweet. That, yeah. that represents the coming storm, an unclear and chaotic reading. Okay. Yeah. I like I like that. Um okay. <laughs> I enjoy that question mark. <laughs> Sweet. Alright, do your thing. Uh Craig, uh you mind if I sit up here with you? Every so often I'll give you a little uh little touch and cast a little guidance to help you on your way. Is that okay? Uh I mean yeah, the the horses seem to to do well with me. I, I think you're your friend Scory's going to be leading the way this day, though. Uh, he seems to know where things are, I guess. Well, he can do that. I'll just help you out if that's... If that's All right. Be... Yeah, just make sure these horses go go straight. They, they, they like going off to the left a little bit. We got to keep them, keep them going straight. Eric <laughs> Tidman's ourselves giving guidance to help out. He he appreciates it. <laughs> he feel, He feels he feels guided. Um, so you guys, you guys set out, uh, due West score. You're kind of keeping, keeping an eye on where, where things are in the sky. Um, you're not able to, you know, see the stars, but you know, you've got a good sense of direction from what you uh, did last night. Um, and I'll stand on top of the, the booth or on top of the carriage as usual. And then after, after we take off, like I'll cast pass without trace, uh, on us. So we just kind of like disappear if someone's following us yeah yeah if anyone's been following you like ever so often you know for for a few miles of of a stretch there's just no track you know and they have to try and find those to pick them up you you kind of dot the landscape with your with your tracks because of that um after a few hours you are kind of cresting um to the side of this large rock formation and you're kind of like on a large boulder that your uh, crag's trying to figure out a, a nice way way down, like how what path he's going to have to take to, to get down below. And off in the distance, you see uh, kind of the remains of some sort of battle that happened. There are soldiers in Warforge just scattered around, fallen. Oh, I, th- I think we should go check that out. See if there might be what I need there. I agree. I could find uh, a head finally. Yeah, I'll help you find one. Thank no. you. No, <clears throat> you don't get the bosses around just because you're a robot. Shut up. They're they're almost people. So no, they're really not the robots. Oh well, the almost is an important qualifier. <laughs> Crag says it'll take probably about you know thirty minutes to to navigate off of this and get to this lower section, um, and so he kind of spends the time slowly you know switch backing all, all down this down this hill, and you guys begin to uh, go towards where this fight was happening. Looks like it was a uh, you know just past it past the remains um, is some of the you know spindly forest area. It's kind of got like some wet marsh just underneath it. Um, but where the remains are here is just this kind of dry, cracked battlefield. Um, there's probably about a dozen of the Warforged and about oh, five or six soldiers um, that are just laying here. Does it look old enough to be from the war that's been over or is it newer? Taking a taking a brief look around, this could be you know a month old or six months old. It's tough to tell, um, especially in the in the kind of desert heat out here. You're not sure exactly how how long it's been, but most likely from the war from the past year. And and they're all in um, Usama uniform. The soldiers appear to be in Usama uniform, and then the war forge looks similar to what you saw before. Okay. I mean, wouldn't we be able to tell like the the decay of the Usama soldiers? Yeah, if you want to get a little closer um, and do an event, give me an investigation check. Could I do? Me. Could I maybe do a? Are you a medicine check? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Ah, uh, shoot, <laughs> nine total. Nine. I, I mean, it looks like looks like what's that? I, said, I got a fourteen. 14 on uh, what check? <clears throat> oh, I, I was thought we were like in, investigating the people or whatever. So investigation check. Okay, sure. Okay. Um, 
so yeah you guys you guys spend a little time taking a look at the warforged taking a look at the soldiers and you know it's probably been a month or two months mm-hmm. from the from the decay um that's that's gonna be be your best guess uh looks like there was like kind of like one captain among the soldiers wolf you would know that and then and then uh five soldiers uh under their command that that have you know since fallen i want to go ahead and investigate the warforge see if i can find that core i need in the other parts or that uh circlet thing that we had seen in the prison Ooh, yeah give me an investigation check guidance circlet thing would be dope imagine just fitting that to ball and then we have our own army let's make it happen guys okay let's make it happen then you could get me ahead real easily yeah, is there a head around it? Oh, Mr. No. Wolf and I can. The Warforged definitely have heads. Everyone in the battlefield has a head. Oh, nice. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Uh, yeah, you you take a look at the Warforged here, and there there's at least two of them that are fully intact. Uh, you know, without any sort of grievous battle damage. Um, and and you you find. What the, the parts you you think you need? Uh, at least two sets if you want to take them nice. uh, to complete Tiernan's Warforged at the lab. Yeah, I'll get on that. Uh, would anyone like to help assist me in this? Yeah, I'll help you. Uh, uh, Riff, I know you are interested in these kinds of things. Maybe if you want to help, I just said I would help you. Yeah, Mister Wolf and I could help. Riff, uh, you seem to be quite interested in a lot of... Scory, you want to come over here? I have big-ass hands, man. Yeah, like, I go over to Mr. Ball. I'm like, what, what do you need? All right, fine. And I, I sulk away. Do-do-do. I'm going to do a little... Uh, over the, the fallen Usama soldiers, I'm going to do uh, some prayers over their dead bodies, kind of laying them to, like, rest. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. They, you, you know, you know, kind of rituals that that they would um uh appreciate uh, and would they the, have the like uh like like pins or like badges similar to like dog tags the the captain definitely does um cool. there's some personal items that the other ones have if you wanted to take those little mementos <laughs> lucky charms that they, sure. they you know people would I'll, keep i'll Anything collect those of value and, yeah that's those what i thought you were going to say dash like do they have any gold bags on them <laughs> No, I'll take those and I'll put them in a, in a little pouch, like things that seem like a little good luck charms to them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can grab one from each. I'd like to go to the captain and um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you said a while back that I had speak with the dead like once every so often. Um, you remember that conversation? Yeah, so it's a spell that you can have is yeah. basically what we had. And so it's something you would want to prepare for the day. Okay. Uh, to be able to cast a ritual or cast it um, directly, I can't remember what we, we we ended up deciding, but but that would be something you'd want to at least spend the morning preparing for, like you would for your other spells. Shoot. Okay. So there's no way to get it get it by this time. No. But okay. if you wanted to take a skull with you, you can always do that. Hey. Um. <laughs> here's the question, guys. How offended would you be if? I maybe took some of the body parts of these soldiers. Mr. Telbrun, I used to cut hands off a uh, genie, so you do whatever you'd like to do with these body parts. Okay. No, I'm looking you. more at, at Wolf to see his reaction. Um, <clears throat> what, what body parts? Uh, I believe I would need the head because the death can't speak without a mouth. Or the dead can't speak without a mouth. Uh, how far are they like, decayed? There's still like flesh on their heads. Yeah, definitely, definitely some flesh there. Um, they're very dry uh, because they've been out in the desert, kind of baking. Hell yeah, it's pretty morbid. I know it's it's. Well, yeah. Now you know how I feel. Making <laughs> <laughs> people's heads they is kind of weird. Well, they actually were people. Um. <laughs> All right, fine. I mean, if I want a head, you should have a head. <laughs> should would would you feel better if I let you take the head with your axe? Actually, would that be more honorable. Yeah, 
Yeah, you're speaking my lingo. Well, <laughs> wait a minute. Would that actually be more honorable? That yes, yes. A fellow I, soldier. It's for a fellow soldier. And besides, I have their trinkets and their badges and their mementos, <laughs> and I'll deliver them to their family and say they died honorable deaths. And then you chop the heads off with an axe well, carved out of a giant. We won't mention that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll leave we'll, that part out of the history. We'll leave that part out. Yeah. You're going like, to take, it, take satchel, it a look. Right? And you can look through some of their things. Uh, there's at least two of them that you you know their afterlife rituals don't need them to be headed. You know, so there's the, the captain and, and three of the other ones, you know, that they worship uh, Paylor. And and that they would want to have their their head uh, kept after death, but the other two, at least, nothing specific in, as far as funeral rites are. For They're them, worshiping so. that false god Paylor. <laughs> All right, yeah. Then um, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take one of those other two guys' heads. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Really, you leave Paylor's guys alone? Well, they're the ones who need their heads intact. Yeah. He's it respecting their religious freedom. Wow. Right. <laughs> hey, what I would have gone over to Mr. Absolutely. Ball to help him with whatever he was doing. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, e easy enough to spend, like, you know, 10, 15 minutes to, to undo the pieces of the torso inside to load onto the carriage. Mm. Oh, um, and you didn't say anything about a circlet. Uh, circlet. Yes. So the captain actually has hold of a circlet. Oh, uh, seemed to have like kind of like oh. held it, uh, uh, secreted it away. So but as, like as you were boss. taking a look, there's a circle there. Oh, I recognize So did that. did Wolf find that? Yeah, he broke it with his axe while he was chopping people's heads off. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Chopped one head off, and it wasn't the captain. It was one of the guys. Yeah, it was a nobody. I was, I was looking for specifically, so. So yeah, the the group you you do notice it is there uh, at, at the captain. It looks like the captain was able to grab it, and awesome. they killed these warforged. Whatever happened, you're not sure. After that, uh, what do you all think about me putting this on? I'd rather be interested to know what happens when you put that on because I know what happens when other warforged put it on. Although, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, what happens if you become like under the control of like yeah. Some, one of those like mages it's like squirreled away we need some sort of safety uh you said that bottle doesn't do well on aura forged yeah that's well, true do we well, have can, can we use that if and only in worst case scenario on him now wait a minute uh, why don't we have, just have mr wolf cut his head off and we reassemble it back with professor tiernan how do you feel about that, Ball? Yeah. I, I don't feel good about that at all, no. Well, you don't uh, think you can survive decapitation? I think... <laughs> I in, in my heart, I don't think this will do anything if I put it on because the mages are all captured. All right. But I do want to find out what will happen. Old Arthur Magnus here is doing the thinking for you. We're going to bind them up nice and tight like we're going to lay them over railroad track for ransom. Then we put the crown... What's a railroad on. track? All right, fair enough. Uh, I mean, Ball would know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's something I know. Yeah. Damn, and Rhett, you. you've been around enough. You know what a railroad track is. Railroad track. Anyway, let me get into the art of locomotion. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, we bind him up nice and tight. We put the circle on his head for him. And then if he gets all whacking out of control, we just take it off because he's all bound up like. Okay. Yeah, right. Thank you, Arthur. Appreciate I'll, that. I'll man. stand behind him with my axe. And just well, in case he gets no axes. squirrely, <clears throat> no axes, please. I'll take I mean, his head off. You're the no. strongest one, Mr. Wolf. Maybe cut. if we need, maybe you just like rip it off his noggin there. But yes. That seems like a good idea. In fact, let me go ahead and, and do this. And I'll go ahead and uh, pull out my one of my cards with some uh, stuff written on it. And I'll give him enhance ability for strength. Perfect. All right. Yes, I'm uh, advantage okay. on strength checks. All right. And, now, do we think and, a rope is going to be enough for Warforged? Uh, Just time up. All right. I have the strength of a normal man. I think it'll be okay. <laughs> right. I don't know. I've seen you punch <laughs> some people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
All right, here, and I, I, I pull out. Wait, wait, wait. Um, in addition to the rope, I'm going to grapple him. Okay. So you guys are tying up Ball and grappling him and standing by. Getting yeah. a nice hug from Scory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, easy enough. Yeah, you you got him grappled. It, yeah. You know, he would have to use an action to escape that grapple. Before, before and I... he's tied up. Before, before I grapple him, I'd like to give guidance to Wolf as well. Okay. So he has enhance ability and guidance. Um, All right. And I grapple my friend. And then what are we doing? Then we're putting the circlet on him. All right, now let's get that circlet on his old head there. <clears throat> All right. Who's putting the circlet on him? I'll do well, it. I, I, I've I, taken I, him I, off I, before. Okay. And then that way, that way, Mr. Wolf, I can do it and like acrobatics out of there. If anything crazy happens, and then you're ready. Okay. All I'll right. stand back and observe. <laughs> I just Take kind of clean my, yeah. my clear my mind and try to focus on anything that's perfect incoming. spot for you. Yeah. As much as you can, Ball, try to talk us through this so we know you're there. All right, I'll are you, you ready? Know. Do right. a riff. Three, two, one, go. And he play in the riff places the circlet onto your head. You get this sensation of a magic item being placed on you. You are, a, you know, familiar with this. And you wait a second. And just slowly, just kind of from the back of your mind, you just hear wind blowing. Just the sound of like the sea and the ocean, just like your like the back of your mind is listening to a seashell. That's your... It's it's wolf farting. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we'll wait a couple of minutes. I think. Give me an insight check. Cool. How you doing, Ball? Ball. Talk to us. You got guidance here if you need it. Uh, twenty-four plus. Damn. 26. I am rolling really well. Yeah, <laughs> you're rolling really good. Uh, so you you hear that that the sound of, of of wind and ocean, and you kind of focus and you're trying to understand what it is, and you can almost sense a presence somewhere far away, that's just not there, but is there. It's tough to it's tough to really solidify, and then and then kind of in the front of your mind you notice something else and it's multiple things it's not wind it's not any sort of natural phenomenon it's it's almost like thoughts but they're not saying anything and you kind of look up and you look to that tree line and you can swear there's something in there there's a number of things in there and you can sense them you can sense where they are I'm not sure what they are, but you can sense them. I pass that along to the group. Do we see anything on the tree line? Give me a perception check. Yeah. I got a 19. 19. Oh, 10. 10. Okay. 17. 17. Four from Ram. Uh, so, yeah, Wolf and Scory, you kind of look towards the tree line and. Are just trying to keep an eye on on what might be there, and you don't see anything for a moment, and then the light just kind of hits it the right way, and you see one pair of eyes in just hunkered down on the ground, and then another pair, and probably like five or six pairs of eyes just watching your group intently, all 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 under the cover of like just mud and you know, dead muck and organic material. Well, we can see something in the tree line. Do you know who it is? Should we who are there? Uh, I'll go ahead and try to reach a little deeper and see if I sense anything else, I guess. You you get the, with, with that insight check, you get the sense of those things, where they are, but that's it. Oh, I think it's time uh, to take this off and maybe we should investigate that. How many do I sense? And how far? Um, <laughs> It's five or six of them and you sense them directly in front of you where that tree line is probably about 80 feet away 
yeah, take take this off. Take take it off right now. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it off his head. All right, shall I light him up? Comes off easily. Shall oh. I light him up? I can cast a spell over there. Mm. Well, they haven't done anything. They're just standing there, right? You can just put light, so we can just see better. Or are you <clears> saying <throat> you're gonna cast like? Oh no, I meant like blow him up. <laughs> Let's not do that right yeah, away. I don't think we need to do that yet. Oh, all right, yeah. Let's take the measured response. Perhaps a soft <laughs> touch. Investigate him. Perhaps a soft touch would be uh, better in this scenario. But not to take off this circlet. Both, please. I already the circlet's off. off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah they came off. It, it came off. I didn't have to make a check. Yeah. Good, good. All right, now let's go ahead and bundle Mr. Ball into the back of the wagon and head over there. We'll keep him bound up just in case. Okay, so why, why did I get both of up? the. Yeah, there's no reason to do that. Um. Did I get two of the cores and the circlet? Yeah, yeah. You were able to get that stuff and load it into the carriage. Cool. Yeah, yeah, and then, put that then you got the circlet and tied. you got yourself tied up. Yeah, that all happened. Yeah, I'm going to give you the circlet back, obviously. And then we'll untie you. Uh, cool. Uh, I'm, I'm still holding you. <laughs> he's just still just still grappled by story he's, unless you undo escape, the rope I guess. Just by he's like holding him and not <laughs> hiding behind him yeah <laughs> uh yeah let's uh w- we should just move on over to the tree line and just kind of uh approach it maybe cautiously and yeah. kind of see yeah. what's what's going on uh ball, ball should you take the lead because, like an interpreter I mean, yeah like i mean you did sense him or whatever yeah it's like an emissary yeah. from the war forged I'm happy to do that. Yeah. Um. I'm. Uh. Go ahead and take uh, just a pot in a pan or something like that. Uh. Light him up, uh. With light and uh. Uh. Just kind of like up. toss them in their general direction, just to kind of get a little better visual. And I'll we'll shut it. Hello there. Um. I sensed you. Um. We're coming over to parlay. Are, are you open to that? So you toss the uh, lit uh, pan, kind of. How how close are you trying to get it to him? Like ten feet away or so, just so. So you're you're pretty close to him then. Yeah, yeah. And so, kind of as you're approaching and you toss that pan, you see the six of them just stand up and just kind of face you guys, and they they are kind of hunched over a little bit, and are are you see, um, kind of two of them go off to the left a little bit, three of them go off to the right and are just kind of pacing back and forth. And then there's like a single one that's just kind of looking straight at you kind of hunched over, like kind of looking up through their eyes at you, just kind of curious. And they tilt their head up. Are they just figures or are they Warforged? They're Warforged. I'm going to put the circle back Warforged with, with damage uh, from some battle. I'm going to put the the circle back on. Yeah. And you get a sense that these are definitely the ones that you're sensing with this circlet on. And um, when you just in when, my mind, yeah, good. Sorry. When when you put that on, the one that's like kind of looking at you, you know, tenses up a bit and and takes a couple steps forward. Uh, so you're probably about twenty feet away from it now. That's awesome. Well, uh, what's going on? Just like in my mind, um, I'm just gonna say, greetings. You could stop now. And it takes a few steps closer like... to you. And the other ones are gonna go in off to the sides of the group. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my axe out. Okay. Yeah, yeah I pull down. Chucks I just down my keep... mask and my scimitar. Or... I'm gonna keep an eye on on the ones on the, on the left, and I'm gonna motion to Crag to keep an eye on the ones on the right. Yeah, he's kind of he's gonna uh, a few feet behind you, and he's just nods to you. And I'm staying by Ball uh, with the one that's focused on him. Okay, and I so yeah, I'm just kind of like waiting, like to see like what happens. I'm just go- going back and forth between ball and like the I'm like because I think it's exciting, but I'm also waiting for it to obviously blow up in our face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, soldiers, halt now. Give me as an... as I can. Oh shoot! Give me a charisma check. Okay, I hope that. Oh, crit fail, crit fail. Are we gonna have a an army Nine. with us? <laughs> Nine. 
um yeah you kind of you kind of be- bellow towards it in a you know trying to be a, a commanding voice and kind of looking at its you know it, there's not a lot of facial movements but you are you know what warforged do when they're stressed or excited or angry and it just kind of washes over this warforged it doesn't hear your words like you, you don't you see its face and it's it is not understanding what you're saying and it's just getting closer and closer to you and it takes more steps closer to you and it is going to try and leap and grab the circlet from your head. Oh, okay. Can I, can I, so give can me I, a, can I intercept it just all? like the bar? No, uh-uh. this was, this was uh, a surprise attack. You guys were standing back, just kind of waiting. Um, so ball, give me an athletics or acrobatics check to try and defend against this. Uh, eight, eight. Uh, the Warforged got a twelve and grabs the circlet off of your head and places it on its head in one action. And you see from inside it this kind of like blue and multicolored, just spectral energy passes inside of its body and then out. And you see this form of a hyena just kind of evaporate off of it and into the sky as it like puts both of its hands down and just cackles at you all. <laughs> and the other ones howl with it. And that's, where we're going to end today's episode. Ah. Thank you guys for joining us around the proverbial podcast table. I have been your DM. Alex with me has been uh, Threk is Wolfsbane. Bentley Michaels is Referian Night Meadow. Brett as Arthur Magnus. Caleb as Scory Telbrun. And Milo is Bull. Grab your swords and keep on adventuring. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.